Welcome to Inspirations in My Backyard. Original, relatable, authentic. Inspirations in My Backyard reflects human journeys shared through inspirational stories around our local heroes. Come and join me. Let's explore now. Now let's look at the the past. So you said、yeah. the difficulty in the past, and then you know the the learning journey. What's the the biggest challenge you ever faced in your life, or the biggest lesson you learned? Two different ones that I can choose from, you know, and I'm happy now that I had them. Not when I was having them, because it's not easy when you're going through challenges. I feel like、uh, one of the moments that changed my life and personality is when I was in the Greek army, and、uh, I was middle of the night, you know, I had to do a service to guard like the whole、uh, courtyard, the army yard, and、uh, I was just reflecting on my life. It was more like almost like an epiphany, you know. I felt like I was trapped there. I was I would be there like for many months. We were deprived of our freedom,、um, deprivation of sleep, bullying, psychological、uh, breakdown. All this happens on purpose in the army, which is crazy.、Uh, in order to yeah, to, to train you. So、mm-hmm. I felt like that. Oh, I just reflect on my life and realize how many things I've done, and that I have so much more things I want to do. So then, after I came out from the army, where I discovered theater as well in the army, I just started like you know applying for scholarships, studying Spanish, I traveled, I start working more. So I kind of realized by getting removed from life, I realized that I want to move more of life. So that was one difficult experience with the Greek army. That kind of awakened the notion in me that I want to do more in life. And、uh, I guess the other one was with、uh, in Brazil, as I said, that I didn't know the language, and and also I just like you know I felt again trapped. And I think people have different、uh, inner demons or whatever you want to call it. So you know things that scare them or make them depressed. So I feel like for me it's like feeling trapped is a, is a theme in my life that I'm working internally to create more freedom and also yeah change remove the limitations around that.、Mm, so、yeah. I feel like in, in Brazil I felt quite trapped, you know, because as I said from the first world. Yeah, so country, that's country,、yeah. that's what I feel like. How did you overcome that? Um, because also yeah, it's it's, it's I I can see that you know because I was I was an international student before like seven years ago to a new country and there are a lot of challenges. So how did you overcome that? So then you can you know tell、yeah. for the newcomers.、Um, okay. Yeah. No, I will I will share something.、Um, so at the moment I'm very lucky because whenever I get a feeling trapped or any feeling like that, I know it's time to go in. So I always say that to people. We are afraid, and then you mentioned about the light. The reason why we don't know our light because we're afraid of our shadow. We're afraid of our difficult emotions, our fear. But if you don't go there, this is where the light behind at the end of the tunnel, right? The light is at the end of the tunnel.、Yeah. So if you don't go to the tunnel, you don't connect to your life, and you live a mediocre life. So you pay a price. You are safe. You think you are safe. You are not because you can't.、Mm-hmm. You can't be safe in life. You are vulnerable. Since you are born, you are exposed. You know you think you are by your parents. You are lucky. Your environment, the country you are in. So there is a. Fake notion of safety, you know. I'm gonna be in a steady job that I hate, but I'm gonna be safe. No, you're not. Any day you might get redundant. I cancel、mm-hmm. people for redundancy today. There is no safety, so you better go there. But I guess what helped me in Brazil was、uh, gratefulness. So、um, I started, and I, I read about that, like about gratitude, how important、mm-hmm. it is to, you know. To be grateful for the things that you have in life and focus on that. So every morning I was waking up, I was feeling bad, you know, stuck. I was I was kind of writing down three things I'm grateful for and small things and big things. And then 
Mm. I was retraining my mind. I was creating an appreciative mindset. So I was focusing mm-hmm. on the good things and I, mm. I kind of went into personal growth, meditation and all the things that will actually, the problem is not out there. Life will get you to difficult moments because we're all exposed to that. It's how you react to that, how you bounce back, you know. And I feel like when the time comes, I go in and I do my meditation, I do my, you know, my running, my dancing, all the things that ground me and help me mm-hmm. kill my emotions. Mm-hmm. And also yeah, go to my mentors when I need mm-hmm. to, that we all have to have our supportive network and allies, yeah. friends. And uh, gratitude, it's so important. Like, you know, uh, the stories we say about things that happen to us. People paint a gray picture of black and white picture of many experiences that actually mm-hmm. hold the power to transform their life mm-hmm. because this is where the lessons are. This is where the resilience is. So yeah, this is some of the things I do. And some days, most of the days they work, some they don't, but then it's mm-hmm. a bad day. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I'm really resonant with for the that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm doing gratitude, uh, gratitude journal like every single day in the, in the evening as well. And, in the backyard? Uh, in, in the, the backyard. backyard. <laughs> More, the more people I talk to, the more people do it. I just talk in tra- I do training for different people and I ask them, what do you do before? Because they ask me, oh, what is your you know, self-care strategy? So I'm, I'm proud that I'm more facilitator than an expert, even though I do have expertise. And I ask them, okay, let's say a bit about your practice. And people start saying, oh, I'm actually mm. having a gratitude journal. Mm. I'm actually doing meditation. I have, I'm actually playing with my kids. You know? So mm-hmm. the more you talk, people do these things. Yeah. The more rituals you have in place and the more committed you are to the self-care practices you have, the more yeah, health you will have holistically. So the same amount of energy you spend to your work, mm-hmm. to be successful, you know, prepare your meal. I feel like the same or more energy should go into make yourself happy every day. If I don't pay attention to myself, who is going to make me happy? Definitely. Can you make me happy? I can't yeah. make you happy, Ken. <laughs> no, you are. You are making me oh, happy, yeah. like for the day. Yeah, definitely. It just remind me of the the pause you 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 mentioned when you have the pause and you are removing yourself from the community, and it just makes you to think forward, like inward, and what would you like to to have like in your life. But also, it's better that we have love inside first, and then we can give love to the world. Mm-hmm. More people receive more love, and then the yeah. the community can be a happier community. That's kind of. The, the one of the mission I, I feel that I have for my life. And I think it's hard because many people look externally for happiness, which I mean, mm. it's very important situation. You know, I was actually today before I talked to you, I was looking into what they call like a psychogeography, which is how the geography affects your psychology mm. and lots of studies around where you are, which country, which place will affect your psychology. All this is true. We are vulnerable to the external circumstances. However, if we avoid to look inside and what nourishes, what fills up our jar, and we expect others to do this work, they can't do it for us. Not sustainably. You might find someone that do it for a while, but if something happens, they go away or, you know, you change so they can't make it happen anymore. That's mm-hmm. where relationship breakdowns happen. And this is us as mm-hmm. a society looking externally for satisfaction, happiness. Yeah. When, as you said, it's important to practice within and it's not easy, mm-hmm. but it's worth it when you do that work. It makes a difference. Well, how do you, because you're a very pleasant person and very joyous, I can see that, and I'm sure you have been through a lot. What's one thing that makes you happy, Tim? What's one thing that uh, brings you joy, you know, when you wake up? 
talking to people, you know, meeting a lot of like inspiring and interesting people. And that really makes me happy, but also to try new things because I'm a very curious person. And that just made me feel like, okay, there's so much for me to explore in this world. I see yeah, world yeah. as a playground. That's, that's, that's a beautiful I metaphor, thought. seeing world as a playground that you explore mm. because your inner child is actually active and happy. Yeah. And if your inner child is not happy, you might be the most successful adult Definitely. in the whole wide world you will be in self-prison. So I feel like I totally sometimes agree. we forget our inner child, like what, what, yeah. makes, what makes little Chan happy, you know? So it's a question <laughs> you should be asking yourself every day, playing in the playground. The world is a playground, I agree. You might get hurt and fall in the playground, but there's so many amazing things to explore and one lifetime is not enough, unfortunately. <laughs> what, what about you? What, what one thing makes you happy? Um, look, I love uh, so many things like dancing. So I dance almost every day, not professionally. Yeah, I kind of let go of that dream of becoming a professional dancer but i still like i love my dancing and i do it you know with others myself i like um traveling so at the moment we can't travel yeah. but i'm going for camping and things like that mm. playing with my son music uh working i love my work for me it's very important you know that's why i'm so productive because i love what i do when i didn't yeah. like what i was doing or the circumstances I wasn't as productive. So that's why it's so important when you talked about flow and productiveness, how do you do all these things? If you start focusing on all the things you love doing, eliminate the clutter, you will see yourself being much quicker in being Definitely. productive and you will still have time to do more. Being a social entrepreneur, like running my own business, social enterprise, it's amazing. It's an amazing adventure. Mm. I'm learning every day. I have to make choices. What do mm. I get paid? What do I do pro bono? Like, mm. uh, where do I put my time? What do I have to learn? Who do I have mm. to associate? So there are so many things happening at the moment in my life. But yeah, I, I'm just excited, you know. I totally get it because for this project, like, you know, the, the people I'm going to interview and all, every time before that, I would just get so excited because I'd be like, I'm going to listen to more stories, more yes. interesting and inspiring stories. And that's, remember, that's pretty look, cool. Always remember, we have one month and two years. So you are the hosting and I also have podcast series myself. So you're getting inspired, you're learning, you're getting so much more out of that. So eventually you're doing that for the world, but also you're getting more yourself. So every time, you know, we do something great, it's a win-win. Everyone wins. Definitely. Yeah. I feel actually today is quite special. Today you are the co-host. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm still, <laughs> you're still doing an amazing job, but I'm just, yeah, trying to yeah, really, equalize really. the power, share, share uh -huh. the interaction yeah but um one thing you mentioned about like to, to help people to, to get rid of their limiting belief so how did you tell them like yes yeah there, for is, these specific, there is a specific strategy that mm -hmm. i use myself and it works there are two actually i would say the two top secrets of wow. public <laughs> what are they so the first one is uh fake it till you make it that's the first mm -hmm. one and everyone does it i'm sure you are doing it I was doing it. I remember I was doing a presentation at Sydney University that took me to Hong Kong after and then to Brazil to present different conferences. I was doing my master's and researching about homelessness and identity. I, I was, because I have good acting skills, I guess. So uh, everyone thought that I was very cool, but I internally I had so much anxiety when I was presenting. So I was faking it till, you, till I'm making it, you know, and I made it. Now I still have anxiety when I'm to share publicly, but it's so much small compared to the fun and pleasure of doing that. So fake it till you make it get you there. And the sooner you start, it's like speaking a language. If you learn, if you study like Spanish or, you know, Korean, the more you delay to speak, if you delay a lot, you will never speak. You might learn all theory, grammar. So when I was learning Spanish, I started speaking like from the beginning. Was my Spanish good? No, but 
got me to Brazil, I learned Portuguese, I did the same thing. I, I'm, now I'm fluent in Portuguese, you know. Wow. So fake it till you make it and having a goal is the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one, which is very psychological when it comes to public speaking and overcoming the limitations about yourself, is focus on uh, what you do and not yourself. So you're doing this podcast because you want to share inspiration, you know, you get inspired, you want to inspire others. So this is the important thing, you know, you're just a messenger. You're not uh, the center of the universe. I mean, you are in your world and I am. But, you know, in the real world, we are not like, so I, when I go on stage, being an acting, it's not about me. I, when I talk about asset-based community development, I'm very passionate about that. And in ABCD, asset-based community development, it's not about expertise, but what you are passionate about. So focus on that and people respond to that. People respond to your passion, your curiosity, your interest, and they don't care so much. At the beginning, they might notice your accent, they notice my accent. Sometimes I, I say, say that. I say, yeah, sorry, I have an accent. What do you think I'm from? So I play with that. I use that into my advantage, you know? So they, if I'm cool with that, they will be cool. We take it out of the way. We name the big elephant in the room. I'm not from here. I have an accent, but here I am, passionate about that. We're going to talk. And people forget about all the external distractions, you know, because your appearance, your accent, your color, whatever you look, is it's important, of course, because it says where you're from your life experience but what's more important what people are really interested in is is like-minded people topics that are passionate what they care about so if they care about the environment and talk environment they don't care about after a while who is talking about that as long as what they say makes sense so yeah my advice will be focus on what you are presenting be passionate about that and be okay with all your strengths and weaknesses because we all have them even the most competent confident successful people and we see that unfortunately in the media, they have vulnerabilities. So I'm confident that I'm passionate. It doesn't mean I don't have vulnerabilities. It doesn't mean I'm not sensitive to criticism. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I, I, you know, I'm always, I can always be perfect. I'm not. But practice makes the master. Yeah? And it's not about me eventually. It's about the things we, you know, we are passionate about. And that's what connects us all. I love it. I love it so much. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, because for me, when I was on, um, you know, the, the the one thing stopped me from from doing this before is like I always feel that okay, I didn't study media. My skills are not ready, and my English is not English is not my first language. But I feel you know this is my passion, and and I everyone needs to start from somewhere. And then I started, so I, I totally agree with you and resonate with that. Thank you for yeah. sharing. The other thing is like, like about that. I think in our culture also, we kind of have the myth around formal education and we kind of dismiss self-learning. A lot of people are self-learners. Like I met an amazing chef in uh, Cold Coast. He was doing these things uh, that they do in this, uh, I don't know the name of the Japanese restaurants, where they do the acrobatics with the food and they, they, you know, they use knives and they cut and throw things. And I asked him, oh, where did you study? And he said, ah, he likes I'm from Hong Kong. We don't study this. We learn with a mentor. I was in the kitchen for two years and I learned, you know. So I think in Western society, it's, it's a lot about the education, which is important, you know. You have to show your credentials. I put that after my name and have a few titles. But if you don't have the experience and the passion, it means nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. A, a PhD in swimming doesn't mean he knows how to swim, you know. So I feel like it's important to value what you do because maybe you're a natural, maybe you're a storyteller, maybe you are, you know, an independent journalist in the making. Uh, and maybe you, you're talented. So why do you have to go back to uni when you already studied something? I'm sure you did. 
and pursue that as a hobby, it might turn up into a career and a paid thing. It might not. It doesn't matter because it makes you happy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So encouraging. Yeah. And uh, next question <laughs> is, thank you. Next question is, what would you like to tell your younger self? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Inspirations in my backyard. Original, relatable, authentic. I think I will tell my younger self that every, everything is fine. Because mm. I feel like and really, I will really look him in the eyes, you know, and, and kind of be present and say that so he can feel it in his heart because it's not only about the words, you know, because I feel like growing up and, and like, you know, I was very shy. I went through like, you know, self-esteem issues, a bit of bullying. So I didn't have lots of friends when I was in high school. It took me, it took me lots of years to find myself, you know, and, and I feel like many people in their life being young or like, they might feel lonely, they might feel lost, and that happens in life. We all go through different cycles. So it's important for ourselves to say that to ourselves, if we can offer someone else to tell us that everything is fine, you know, and, and keep going, and you're amazing. Like the things that we say to others all the time, but yeah. we never say to ourselves because we, we kind of press ourselves all the time, more, 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 you know? So I feel like, yeah, we just have to develop a bit more self-passion. So go back to my young self and tell him, you're doing great, keep going. Better things are coming for you, you know, you're going to know the world, you're going to do amazing things. You can't be, you don't believe it now, but it will happen, I'll promise you. And it, it didn't happen, so. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, we, we, are, we are the superhero of our own. We are the protagonists of our life, you know. So mm-hmm. why stay on the background unless we love doing that? We love working. Some people, in, in acting, some people love to be on the stage, protagonist. Other people love doing the lights, you know. Other people love uh, working with the costumes and making the costumes. Some mm-hmm. people love taking care of the actors. So everyone has a place in the theater of life. Find mm-hmm. yours. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, love it. Okay, now look, let's look at the future, right? If you, oh, wow. if you have all the resources, money and time, you can achieve anything in your life, what would be your top one dream? Top one dream. I think it's the same with you. When you said that, totally resonates. Like travel the world, share stories, capture stories, help communities. If you have lots of money, uh, invest on, on like grassroots community development. And um, yeah, just live life in, in full like as I'm trying mm. to do and I'm doing but even more so I guess at the end of the day we all have to pay bills you know and we all mm. have to worry about different things take care of our families or ourselves or finishing our studies if you're a student but mm. at the end of the day I feel like it's a great question to ask of what we would like to do and start doing it so because when I started traveling like for, for conference and stuff mm. I didn't have all the money to do that but it just happened like the organization paid for it this, mm. I had someone coming out of the project used for that. So I feel like when you're on the right path, help will happen. So you, you shouldn't worry about how you're going to do it. It's just about what you want to do and the help will happen. It's not up to us. There is complexity. We talk about complexity theory. There is no way for our mind to be able to calculate what's going to happen. We think we can do it, but and we, we plan. But all plans are like victims of complexity there's complexity theory that takes care of everything all these things that you can't expect would you expect to do that like to do two, two years ago like you know what i mean there is no way to predict mm-hmm. the future yeah. you can see tendencies so i feel like uh, yeah in terms of the future i feel like how can we bring the future now how can you mm-hmm. bring like a glimpse of and you're doing it and i feel like everyone should be doing it let's leave our future our ideal futures now our utopias <laughs> so we can test them because maybe also 
it's not what you want unless you do it maybe you get over that and do something else but unless you test it it becomes a fantasy right mm. yeah i think for me i think it's, it's very important to follow your instinct that w- mm. what your heart tells you like wants to do and then just do it and take action instead okay. of thinking overthinking and because i always like think a lot and then didn't do anything but i feel like that's just you know so waste of time yes and now you are you know you're following your bleed you are actually you know listening to your child you're following your intuition and Mm. We don't know why, but uh, things happen. Thank you. Thank you, Dimitris. So the last one, very quick one. So it'll be cool. our rapid fire yes, questions. <laughs> so just, you know, just answer according to your first thought. Okay, ready? Yes. <laughs> okay, the first one is, do you have any role model? Role model? Uh, I feel like at the moment it's um, my son because he's very in the moment, happy, very intelligent, kind. So yeah, I think I'm learning a lot with young people, but also mm. with yeah, my son and the young people I work with Sweet. because they're inspiring. Yeah. Lovely. The second question, um, I think you've mentioned some. Do you have any good daily habits? What I know is meditation and gratitude yeah. journal. Anything else? Yeah, um, exercise, like uh, running or dancing. I do hot yoga as well, like it's amazing, 40 degrees temperature. So I feel like... Um, Exercise, meditation, reading, um, yeah. Okay. And then you mentioned about reading. So then the next question is, is there any book that has changed your life? Yeah, I feel like uh, many years ago, I read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. The Power Um, of Now. Yeah, by Eckhart Tolle. So it's it's an amazing book about present moment awareness, mindfulness. And it opened up this uh, notion that uh, I'm not my mind. I'm not my, the thought in my mind, but I'm something else. I'm the present moment and the awareness of that thought. Mm. So it kind of disassociated me from my mind that I was so, you know, I thought I was my, the thought in my mind, but then how can you change it then become unconscious? Anyway, I won't go into that. You have to read the book. <laughs> Next one is, what's your happiest moment this year? My happiest moment this year. Wow. Happiest moment this year. I think it's yet to come. Yet to come. I had lots of small... <laughs> happy moment but uh, I'm still waiting for something yeah okay so what about one thing you look forward to by the end of the, the year yeah look when I started this year and that's my the blessing cares of my current work situation I didn't I didn't know where I would be at the end of the year so so far I've done a few different things you know and the path is still unfolding like my professional work so I'm I'm really looking forward to the holidays at the end of the year which is usually camping you know and traveling somewhere far mm. while it's spring so somewhere and just reflecting on the year which is already amazing i'm really looking forward to that time where i don't know where i'm going to be work-wise at the end of the year being a you know social entrepreneur but i'm really looking forward to the moment you know going into my car and driving away to camp and looking back at my year taking stock yeah and i feel like i'm, I'm in the right path to be happy at the end of the year that's wonderful. And then the last question is, do you have any mantra? Oh, good, good mantra. Um, I think I'm very creative with the mantras. Like, depending on what's going on in my life, am I, you know, in the morning doing my kind of meditation, you know, I might repeat something. So, yeah, I don't have one particular mantra. Okay, Thank so you. now, what would you like to say? If oh, you could right, now. Yes, yes. <laughs> right now. Right <laughs> now. The journey is amazing. Keep going. That's my mantra at the moment. The journey is amazing. Keep going. Lovely. So do you have any final words? Uh, final words, I guess it's like um, to you and to everyone who is listening. I talked about bliss and happiness. It's very, it's very important that like, you know, we, mm-hmm. 
there is so much talk about so many things. In, in, if you go to media, there is so much things about COVID issues. I feel like it's very important. What what make you happy? Like you know, look look inside, take a moment. Don't be afraid. There might be waves of things coming towards you, things from the past and the future from around you. But take a moment, find a safe space like a backyard, real one or virtual, and kind of take a deep breath and ask yourself like you know what makes me happy. How do I see the future? Like be brave and ask these questions. Start doing things as we discussed. I feel like that's the message came co-created, co-created today, you know, in your backyard. But yeah, like create your own backyard and uh, smell the flowers. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Thank you so much, Dimitri. No yeah, I, I really enjoy our our talk, and I feel that you you bring a lot of you know light and joy in in the world, and through doing your own thing, but also you know through holding holding your light and then to others and to other people's lives, and that's that's just you know so meaningful. And thank you for your amazing work. Thank you. Thanks for your mantra, Tuchan. Holding the light for others. Find your own light and then hold it for others. I think that's your mantra. Great. Yes, Thank that's my new mantra today. Thank <laughs> you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you are enjoying the show, please make sure to follow, share, rate, or leave me a comment. This podcast is written, produced, hosted, and edited by me, Xie Zhang. Stay well and I will catch up with you next week.